It's another beautiful day for baseball in Los Angeles. And baseball podcast. Josh Schaefer and Blake Harris cover everything Dodgers right here on Inside the Ravine. How is it going, everyone? And welcome to a brand new episode of Inside the Ravine. Joining me, as always, not from the Ontario Rain headquarters, but from beautiful Pasadena, my co-host, Josh Schaefer. Josh, uh, it hasn't been that long since we recorded, so I think I know the answer, but how are things going on uh, on your end over there? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's a little warm today. Um, you asked me about this before we started the show, but uh, just got back from having lunch at um, Howlin' Ray's. Uh, the best uh, chicken spot in in Los Angeles. So for all our other Angelinos out there who haven't been, you should definitely go. But I've still got the cup, drinking water. Um, other than that, um, I feel like absolute death, and I will be taking a nap after this because that's going to be what the rest of my day looks like after going to Howlin' Rays. Yeah, apparently, and I, I was blown away to learn this too. See, I thought the only Howlin' Rays was in Chinatown, but apparently – According to Josh, there is now one in Pasadena, which mm-hmm. means I'm going to have to make my way over there at some point because I need to confirm whether or not this is the greatest chicken sandwich of all time because every single person that has it says it's the greatest ever. And like Josh just said, it is the greatest ever. So yeah. I'll have to put that to the test. So, hey, if you're in the Pasadena area, hit up Helen Ray's. But a lot of blockbusters, Josh. Helen Ray's coming to Pasadena. Dodgers making some trades. And we recorded just literally two days ago talking about the Kiki Hernandez trade and just about two or three hours after we recorded the Dodgers made another trade and yesterday we were like okay let's probably record an episode tomorrow talking about that trade and then this morning there's another trade and it's like okay now we have to talk about this trade so at this rate Josh we're going to record this episode we're going to post it and later tonight or tomorrow morning there's probably going to be another trade that we're probably going to have to get to at some point. So Andrew Friedman, he's clearly busy. We're going to talk about those moves. But before we get into it, make sure you guys find Inside the Ravine on whatever social media app you guys use. Give us a follow. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. And we're also on YouTube where you guys can find our full episodes. And make sure to listen to the podcast wherever you guys get your podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. And we are on the Odyssey app. Just search Inside the Ravine. So Josh, a couple of moves to talk about today. Today. The first one we're going to get to is the one that happened just a few days ago that we just missed, and that was a trade with the Cleveland Guardians, a move that really essentially came out of nowhere. I think this move dropped as the Dodgers game was going on. I think it happened like in the ninth inning, and that's that they acquire shortstop Ahmed Rosario in exchange. And Josh, the best part about this one is, before I even say who it's for, when this move happened, I was in the shower. I get out of the shower, and... I have a bunch of notifications. I have a bunch of Bleacher Report things, Twitter notifications. But the first thing that I see is at the very top, and it's a text from you saying pretty much about how in disbelief you were about who the Dodgers gave up in this trade, and that is Noah Syndergaard. A guy the Dodgers probably were going to DFA at some point anyway. We haven't seen a pitch for two months. The worst starter in all of baseball. He's included in the deal. It's a one-for-one, so Josh... Quick thoughts on the uh, deal to get Rosario, but then the fact that they were able to dump Noah Syndergaard in the move as well. Stunned. Um, I'm stunned that they pulled this off. And I I understand that there might be a couple of things here or there that people can, you know, nitpick with it a little bit. Um, And and mostly about what you're getting in return um, being, you know, Ahmed Rosario. The fact of the matter here 
is that the Dodgers traded Noah Syndergaard, who was their worst starting pitcher this season, has been injured. We've not seen him in over a month and a half. Don't know when we'd see him again, but that's if we'd see him again. If he wasn't DFA'd, he'd been that bad. And what the Dodgers got in return, uh, along with sending over some cash considerations, what they got in return was the number two hitter in the Guardians lineup, who is hitting 265 this year. Um, so he's been pretty good at the plate. He's been pretty reliable. Um, you know, his OPS is at 675. That's below his, you know, career average. Um, his batting average at 265 is a little bit below his career average. But the fact of the matter is that this is a starting shortstop who is an easy number two hitter for the Guardians and probably a lot of other teams in baseball um, and hasn't had a great year defensively. In fact, he's been one of the worst middle infielders defensively in baseball this season, which is funny that the Dodgers bring in both Ahmed Rosario and Kike Hernandez. But the fact of the matter is they bring in two guys that I'm not convinced are going to be everyday players in the starting lineup. And that's exactly what roles they were serving on, you know, their last teams. You know, Kike is definitely going to be more of a utility guy for the Dodgers. He's not going to be in the lineup every day. I could see Ahmed Rosario playing a lot more than Kike Hernandez. But this gives the Dodgers a lot more flexibility in the infield. Like, we haven't seen it as much this year, but Chris Taylor is still there. He hasn't been able to hit the ball very well. But the Dodgers can use him pretty much wherever they want, except for maybe catcher. Um, Same thing with Kike Hernandez now. Um, Ahmed Rosario is now, you know, an easy middle infielder slot. And if you need to Miguel Rojas today, the lineup is already out for today's game. Uh, Miguel Rojas is starting at second base today. And Dave Roberts said, what are your thoughts on playing second base? He said, I'll do whatever you need me to do. So he's playing second base. You've already got Mookie in the infield a couple times this season. The Dodgers have a ton of different options of players that you can put in the middle of the infield this season and guys that can also play the outfield. So I think you have a little bit more flexibility defensively and you're bringing in two guys like Kike Hernandez, who, like we said the other day, a change of scenery could help. And Ahmed Rosario, who's having a pretty decent year at the plate. Um, And in reality, the Dodgers get those two guys. Sure, they have their blemishes, but you give up really almost nothing for what you've been able to build so far this season. You're not losing many pieces there. So it's impressive that the Dodgers got that in return. Um, it kind of goes along with what I said the other day about, I don't know if the Dodgers are going to make a huge splash at the deadline anymore. Um, but then not only that, but immediately after we had our show the other day, there's more talks with the Cardinals. There's another trade that goes down today, but so far, I mean, so good for the Dodgers. I mean, these are bargain buys. Um, low risk, high reward type guys um, that seem like they'd be pretty good um, in the lineup and a good fit. I mean, I, I thought it was an okay move already when it happened, but the fact that it literally only cost Noah Syndergaard is probably one of Andrew Friedman's biggest fleeces that we've seen so far. And again, you talked about his numbers, Rosario. They're not like earth shattering by any means, but when you compare his offensive production to Miguel Rojas, Miguel Rojas this season has an OPS plus of 49. Ahmed Rosario's OPS plus is 89. So nearly double the production you're getting offensively. And like you said, his numbers are down across the board. But this is a guy that has hit 287, 282, 283 in years past. He's had an OPS plus above 100 in three of the last five seasons. So you're getting a really big upgrade at shortstop. And yeah, defensively, I, I get he's not quite the you know fielder that Miguel Rojas is. But I figure Rosario's probably going to play six, seven innings, and then the Dodgers defensively will just switch in Rojas. But also, Josh, I I was blown away when I learned this. So although Rosario's numbers haven't been great that year, again, I mentioned he's just below being a league average hitter. 
against left-handed pitching, this dude apparently is like insane. Ahmed Rosario this year against lefties is hitting 303 with a 126 WRC+. Those are all-star caliber numbers, so I think it's safe to say when a lefty's on the mound, Rosario is going to be in the lineup, and again, like you said, Josh, you're getting the Guardians' number two hitter. I know today for the Dodgers, I think he's hitting number five, I want to say, but I feel like on most nights, he'll be hitting sixth, seventh, maybe eighth. You're getting, you know, a depth piece that you kind of really needed, and it's a guy that has shown he's more than capable of being an above-average hitter. So I, I think it was this was a slam-dunk uh, trade for the Dodgers. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, you mentioned the lineup. You know, I mentioned the lineup. Uh, this is kind of what I was talking about in terms of your versatility. You put Mookie batting leadoff back in right field today. Ahmed Rosario bats fifth and starts at short. Chris Taylor's in left field. Kike Hernandez bats eighth and starts in center. And Miguel Rojas bats ninth and starts at second base. So you're moving guys around <laughs> um, a little bit. Um, to give you a little bit more depth, especially, you know, come postseason, come down the stretch, you're going to have a little bit more help. Um, one thing that it, it, I think it's worth pointing out is uh, Miguel Rojas has been pretty good this year in the field. That's what we expected of him. Um, and defensively, uh, he's been reliable. Ahmed Rosario's fielding percentage at short is 964. Um, so, so not great. He hasn't had a great year defensively. Um, but again, you know, it's, it's the same thing we keep talking about. This is a bargain get for the Dodgers. Um, you give up almost nothing. And by comparison, um, I, I think that that's a slam dunk. Yeah. So this was a great move for the Dodgers. One final stat on this, Josh, going back to the start of the 2021 season, Ahmed Rosario is second in all of baseball with 43, three hit games. So, uh, he's a guy, he gets on base, he gets hits. Would you like to take a guess as to who's first with 44 three-hit games since the start of 2021? 44 three-hit games. I might, go, I might say Trey Turner. It's a good guess, but I'll give you another one. He's currently on the Dodgers. Oh, then it's, it's, probably, it's probably Freddie Freeman. Freddie. So yeah, Freddie with 44, Ahmed Rosario with 43. So a great move for the Dodgers. And Josh, I think you were being too kind of Noah Syndergaard saying the Dodgers didn't give up that much. The Dodgers gave up nothing. Because like I said, they were gonna probably never going to pitch for him again. They right. were going to DFA him anyway. And if they would have DFA'd him, I'm sure they would have gotten some random minor leaguer. The fact that you get an everyday almost kind of guy, I think it's a fantastic move for the Dodgers. So that one, A plus in my opinion, Josh. But we are going to take a quick break when we come back. A trade... Kind of has some people, you know, all over Twitter, kind of hit or miss. People are kind of in it. People are kind of out of it. I want to get your thoughts. So we're going to take a quick break and talk about today's trade. All right, Josh, we are back. And again, today we are going to be talking about the Ahmed Rosario trade, but we had another one drop this morning. And it wasn't necessarily a surprising trade because one of the players involved, he was getting a lot of traction towards being traded to the Dodgers in recent days, but it ended up being a package deal. Uh, a player that comes over a little bit surprising, the Dodgers acquire Lance Lynn from the Chicago White Sox along with Joe Kelly. Now, Josh, I know we talked about Lance Lynn on our episode.